previously on this podcast. And welcome back to the Super Burly Bros podcast. Welcome. Up episode 22. Holy shit. I had a request from David. Um, I'm not sure if we'll oblige him, but he wants the podcast to be 45 minutes long because that is usually the length of his run in the morning. Oh. And so he he said right now we're doing about 35 minutes and then he's left with that about 10 minutes to contemplate and for some reason doesn't feel like the podcast holds up to that kind of scrutiny. Uh-huh. <laughs> So we'd be better off doing 45 minutes so he doesn't have to think about it afterwards. In- interesting. He could also take those, you know, spare minutes mm-hmm. to formulate a few questions and bring back that old segment of voicemail. Leave us a voicemail. Yeah, yeah, David. You could do that instead. Maybe. It's or just r- keep your opinions to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Great job, Hugh. Yeah. So the last time we were recording this episode, this this episode, the last time we were recording this podcast, Hugh decided to join us, but he was laying in his bed nice and quiet like. Not today. Not today. He says, I want to walk around. I want to pull shit. I want to make boingy noises. I bet the boingy is going to happen at least one more time. And one of those boxes is going to get knocked down. I can already see. Yeah, it's going to be that far. Yeah. He's going to knock down my makeshift base trap in the corner. Yeah. But I'll lure him with with this treat over here. Yeah, I'm sure that'll last. Aaron, fill up the dead air. Oh no! <clears throat> so it's supposed to like snow a ton, but also be freezing. And usually it doesn't do like both of those on the same day. Yeah, I'm very confused about this because because usually so when cold. it's so cold, there's no humidity in the air, and then it doesn't snow. But it's going to do both of those in large amounts. Is five inches really large amount? Five to eight inches is. It, eight. Eight. In, eh. Think of a, a Jimmy John sub. That's eight. Worth, in, okay. Worth of snow everywhere. It still just doesn't. I don't know. Because I know it'll be, and if it's, because uh, we're also going to get a lot of wind mm-hmm. with that afterwards, so it's just going to make these big snow dunes, which is pretty cool, yeah. which sucks because you shovel, and then the next it day it's right just fucking bad. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's probably my biggest issue is shoveling my driveway. Because I get a lot of anxiety about getting stuck, mm-hmm. and then it also hurts my back when I have to shovel. You can borrow my snowblower. You might. As an adult, we're not gonna. It's not yeah. like I'm gonna take that from here in my car where the back doesn't even open. Mm, that's true, but you know, I think I heard that you were working on a remedy to that uh, situation. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm getting a new car pretty soon. Here, I went to uh, a lot yesterday. Put down a little deposit to hold it while I get some financing arranged. Financing arranged. Yeah, um, so I'm getting a 2013 Buick LaCrosse. It's very luxurious. It's got leather seats. It's got some wood trim. Mm. 
talk about that. Yeah, I, I saw that and it's like, this is a very, very classy, classy looking car. Yeah. You could, uh, you could be an Uber driver with that car. Yeah. I think I could. I Maybe. Think I don't know the, if the uh, year. It works. It for works. the year. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know all the, the details about it. Maybe I'll do that on like a weekend night every week and then use that to pay the uh, car note. There you go. But um, speaking or of, probably not, you know, the weekend, how ha- has your been, your weekend's been kind of um, uh, Han Solo, right? Like, uh, did everybody go to Chicago for that show? Uh, Ellie's been around. Oh. Uh, but yeah, you know, we do our own things. So she did a bunch of cleaning. I did a bunch of, did a bunch of not cleaning. You just like hung out in your room? Yeah. Watch hot ones? <laughs> Oh, it's so good. Like if, you know, we'll just say it now. If you don't watch the show Hot Ones on YouTube. Watch it. Watch it. With Gordon Ramsay. Start with that one. And there are a ton of other ones that are great. But his his reaction to the whole spice, yeah. you know, Scoville scale thing is. It is. It's really great to see him so out, out of his element. Like, that's why it is such a good premise for a interview show mm-hmm. that and like he's also uh i forget the sean evans he's such a good interviewer and like already just he'd be a good interviewer just doing regular interviews but then he also was able to come up with something that totally disarms all the guests <laughs> so that you know he can ask weird questions and he gets kind of like point blank answers because they can't, you know, compose themselves enough to like give an answer of like, you know, staying on message for something or whatever. Yeah, you'll frequently see him just like, what did, what, what was the what was the question? And then before they can finish repeating the question again, he's already gone off on freaking out about how his mouth is still on fire. Yeah. <laughs> and and it, it is just great. Um, great concept. I love it. Very good. And uh, I'm I'm hoping to one day actually start buying a lot of those hot sauces because I've tried to bomb and it is it literally tastes like garbage and my mouth was on fire. Yeah. Like didn't go away for about 20 minutes. Oh, fuck. Yeah. And I had just a tiny drop, but it still filled my whole mouth. Oof. Was it like did you just did you have like a wing that was like. Basted, I don't know how they do wings. Well, I actually... Or did you just try, like, a bit of the sauce? No, no, no. So my... I'm not uh, Rachel Ray Badass. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've seen her episode where she she just spoonfuls all the sauces. No, I have not watched that one. I'm going to go home and watch that. Yeah. Um, See you guys. (laughs) Do that right now. Uh, So, no, uh, I had um, an egg, Mm -hmm. which is a terrible vessel for hot sauce <laughs> just and it was a hard boiled egg to you know specify that okay uh but it just it still filled my whole mouth it was just oh but it probably would have been better with a chicken wing because the texture mm-hmm. i think of the egg really threw off the whole experience yeah it, you know it is mushy it was a hard boiled egg that just you know the yolk and mm-hmm. yeah egg. i'm not really a i'm not a hot sauce person so I don't even know what, like, usually the best 
mediums for it are, but I feel like chicken wing would probably be the best. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I want to, I would like to try the, it's like a middle of the road one with like Los Calientes. Yeah, I think. And like almost every episode, I'm not sure if they're, everyone's just being super polite, but like they'll get to theirs and they'll be like, oh man, this is a really good one. No, there, it definitely feels like they're, um, faking it a little bit with that one. I mean, it could be there phenomenal. There are some that seem very genuine. There are some that seem a little fake. You know, but. I mean, we could we could always try the original one. I know Dan Dagnan has uh, a bottle of the original Hot One sauce, I believe. Or oh, maybe okay. it's a Fiery Chipotle or something like that. Mm. But we'll, we'll hit him up. Try it out. Try it out. But yeah, very good show. Good concept. Wow. <laughs> Fuck it. I'm going to leave it. I'm not even going to pause. All right. I'm assuming there's nothing going on outside my door. Yeah, probably not. And... Hugh didn't stop chewing on his little thing in the middle of his little bark. So yeah. Or maybe great. my car got hit by another car out on the street. Insurance money. Yeah. Well, wait. So are you dumping that car at the dealership or are you just like. No, because they don't take uh, trade-ins. Oh, yeah. Because they okay. buy all their cars at auction. Makes sense. Um, And so I am going to probably just take it to any dealership. Where they're like, we'll make an offer on any car. And I'll be like, take it. Just take I'll take a thousand dollars. I'll take whatever you give me for it. <laughs> I'll give you two dollars. No, thank you. Fuck. So maybe not anything, but not any offer. Like, I guess I also need to see if it's more valuable selling it for scrap. It yeah. It that, might be with its condition. Mm-hmm. Like it's for sure totaled out with the AC not working with the things probably AC (laughs) not working alone totals it. But then also with like the rear hatch not opening and the check airbag light going on and off at random. That's a little, you know, it's kind of like every day is a little gamble. Yeah. Right. You know, and you, how long has that issue been going on? A while. Like sometimes it's off though. So (laughs) sometimes it's on. Do you know if your parents still listen to this? Yeah, my mom does. But by the time she gets to this episode, hopefully I'll have the new car and still be alive. And we'll be past it. <laughs> um, so as I was coming in here and not organizing, but I was kind of setting things back up because mm-hmm. if you'll notice behind I me. I did notice that you've done some painting. I threw on some paint all done with this tiny little guy. Jeez. Yeah, I, it needs. It I, needs some more coats. It needs more coats. Um, but those two colors in the corner, I haven't decided. I think I'm going to go with the one on the top Mm-mm. for the rest of it. No? Well, I guess I don't actually like either of them. I don't either. I think I might just go with the white then. No. Because I've, I've already gotten a no, I cannot paint the whole room that color. Okay. No, that's fine. And yeah, you shouldn't. But I would go with more of like, a, I guess more of a darker gray. Darker gray. Because that bottom one, I I lean towards... But it still has kind of a bluish hue, if you will. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would go with uh, like a darker gray. Like not super dark, but. Yeah. I mean, anything, I guess, other than that blue would add more light to the overall room. Yeah. But it's just at this point, it's really hard for me to picture the rest of the room painted 
any specific color other than this beigey color. Yeah, and it's I, really I understand that. Yeah, but it's not super great. But no, I that would be my, you know, my vote is do like a, a dark gray. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So while I was um, oh yeah, coming in here doing? and uh, you know organizing things up a little bit and setting up. Mm-hmm. I realized that these mic stands that we got mm-hmm. actually have a tiny little attachment that you can buy separately. So you just drill one hole in your desk. Oh, yeah. I've seen that, too. And drop it in. I think I might just leave this. Yeah. The I, way I like the, you know, very <laughs> rough around the edges sort of mm-hmm. makeshift <clears throat> holder. No, I like it. it and I didn't because... The because we don't have the attachment, mm-hmm. and it's like we had to do this for the last podcast in any way. Yeah, so you might as well just leave it and at, not buy more shit. At, at first, I when I saw that, I was like, "Wait a minute, this is in the box? Are you <laughs> fucking kidding me?" But it, it wasn't. It was uh, sold separately, and and yes, we will just you know leave this as it is. Yeah. Um, but it just kind of like. <laughs> Ooh. Um, yeah. Um, but speaking of my mom listening to the podcast, uh, she has been catching up and, uh, I was talking to her on the phone the other day and she has mentioned there's a few things that she's learned from the podcast that she did not know about me. (laughs) I, um, do you care to recap on any of those things? Yeah, I'm fine with it. Um, so I'm sure she's noticed that I swear more on this than I ever do around her. Do you sweat? See, I think I've just been around it so much. I don't notice when you're swearing. Well, we don't like, we don't swear a ton, but you know, we definitely say fuck like in every episode. Yeah, that's true. Um, and I, I definitely don't say that in front of my mom, uh, ever. Am I a bad son? <laughs> no, like there, you know, I think it's different parenting styles and it's not like if, when I was growing up, if like I maybe let one one loose or something like it's not like they were beating me for it or something like right. that. It was just that when I was growing up, my parents never swore and I knew that my mom didn't like it. Like she would make a comment if I listened to the music that had swearing in it and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, all right, don't swear and that's just always been the case. And I'm it's gone too long. I can't start now. Like my parents will say fuck in front of me. And you're like, whoa, what, but, what what's going on? Here? Yeah, but I, I, I cannot reciprocate that. So yeah. she didn't mention that, but I'm sure she's picked up on it. So I'm sorry, mom. <laughs> and then uh, she mentioned about how she did not know about when I was riding bark, bikes with Charlie and scraped my arm up and my aunt Laura had to. Put one of her pads on my arm to cover up the bleeding. <laughs> and she did not know about when uh, my sister's friend peed on me. <laughs> well, she she had known that we had all gone to a concert and that uh, this girl had gotten very drunk and high and had been peeing in public that, you know, she was just squatting down. And that, you know, my sister got really mad at at her and they left early and whatnot. She did not know that I was involved in this, though. (laughs) (laughs) So we talked about that a little bit the other day. (laughs) 
the more you know. Yeah. <clears throat> so I'm not I'm not really sure how we're supposed to get to 45 minutes unless yeah, we can I, like get more sponsors. Ooh, which I feel like that's going to be a rough. Well, we did have that one that we just never did anything. Yeah, with. I looked on that today yeah. and it's it's gone. Oh, <laughs> they're nice. like Nope. I think it was probably just a limited time. Like, oh, okay. hey, I just released this podcast thing. Let's uh, get you going and pump my viewership right away. And then uh, nothing. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. If you don't lose it, use it, you lose it. That's true. Okay. But speaking of which, here's a word from our sponsors. Hey, guys, I'm here to tell you about one thing and one thing only right now. Flipboard. Flipboard curates the world's stories so you can be smarter in your work, life, and play. Choose from thousands of topics to personalize your Flipboard and get the latest stories from the best publishers and experts delivered to you 24-7. Now I'm going to be straight up honest with you guys. This app has been absolutely amazing. It was incredibly simple to set up. With one click of a button, I had the app downloaded onto my phone and right away they had me select a few topics that I was interested in and I've had the best feed all week long, and it's been great. Get started now at Flipboard.com. Flipboard, the storytelling platform that helps you keep calm and stay informed and inspired. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When we did it, we really weren't sure where to go, and we found the Anchor app, and it has been amazing for us. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. They'll put it up on all the major streaming platforms. It's 100% free, and they even find sponsors for you so you don't have to bother looking around for it. All you have to do to get started is just go to anchor.fm backslash start, and you can start recording a podcast today. So come join us there. Thanks. Hey, and we're back. (laughs) Look at that. And something else we were talking about. Yeah. Ooh, I remembered. Well, I remembered after the fact the other day, but I remember the thing I wanted to talk about last week that I couldn't remember. And that was when we were buying these uh, uh, table mount mic stands, uh, we came across one of my pet peeves, which is when you go into a store and you are struggling to find the thing that you came for and somebody that works there asks, hey, can I help you find anything? And then people will go, no, I'm good. When we're not. Guilty. <laughs> we totally. did this. We were standing in the same aisle looking at like half an aisle's worth of products for 10, 15 minutes. And this guy comes by and we were struggling. We were about to leave without getting the thing we came for. And this guy comes by and asks, like, can I help you find anything? And Dustin just automatically, no, we're good. <laughs> and I had to be like. No, we're not. Come back here, please. (laughs) We need help. I just, I was fully committed to the idea of us just going somewhere else Mm -hmm. because I, I, we genuinely looked through the store and we're like, okay, it's just not here. Yeah. And it wasn't like we were in, you know, some wrong aisle. Mm -hmm. It just, you know, it wasn't on display actually. So I get that part of it. And maybe it is that I've just had these situations happen enough where I've gone somewhere and looked where I thought it would be and couldn't find it. And then I've asked and then it has been somewhere Mm -hmm. where either like I was just missing it, like it was packaged differently than I thought it would be or I was in the wrong spot. Well, I'm sorry. So maybe I've just had that happen more often 
But yeah, I will go into a store and I will ask where the thing is. I would like help, please. Well, I will let you know that after that incident, I was in another store. I don't remember where, but someone asked me, hey, can I help you find something? And I told them exactly what I was looking for. Mm -hmm. And they brought me to the section. And it was delightful. And it was. But it I I like I like the journey. Mm. I do like the journey because then I look at other things. If I'm pressed for time, mm-hmm. I will definitely now be like, hey, I need this shit now. Yeah. Let's go. I guess maybe it's probably just my social anxiety where most of the time I want to get the fuck out of there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so if like the less amount of time I can spend out in public in a store, the better. I feel like going to Home Depot really is what cements this for me. Because I cannot find shit in there without getting help. Yeah. I mean... you Most things I can't find without getting help. Yeah. I I guess I'm in a... I'm not going to disagree with you. Going to the hardware store as a homeowner for me is mm-hmm. like... And but I can I can imagine it's more fun to go look around of like, oh, I can get some two by fours and I'm going to build a deck. I have my dad build a deck. I ain't yeah. building shit. But yeah, there's so much stuff there. And like, I don't got time to walk through 30 aisles of stuff. I'm just reminded of the Donald Glover, uh, you know, joke <laughs> when he was talking about going to Home Have Depot. for kids. Home Depot. <laughs> <laughs> the moment you step inside a home. Home Depot, and you see, ooh, doorknobs, you're dead inside. <laughs> you're dead. Yeah, that's accurate. And, um, yeah, it's it's exciting. I cleaned up my garage, you know, just before you came over as well, mm-hmm. and it kind of got some more of that, like, oh, Dustin's going to mm. talk tall about doing something, yeah. and he's not going to do it. Nice. Much like when you look at this paint, if you can find the, the date on there and read it aloud... 10, 8, 18. That's how long that paint has been in the room. Like, that's not this paint. Like, that blue in the corner. It's yeah. a different one. So I've had that little paint sample for... And for reference, it is one twenty seven nineteen. And I just painted this, like, two days ago. <laughs> so, clearly, I am not very quick to move on these little projects that, you know... Yeah. What I really like is that the paint goes... Really well, if I'm seeing this correctly, as like a backdrop for the Charlie Siren poster. Because is it, it clear in the back? Is that what I'm seeing? Or no, is that is actually just the back of that frame. Oh, and which it was just, kind of what, you know, what led me to that color. Oh, OK. Because I was like, this is amazing that it like I thought I was looking right through. No. And that was just the back of the wall. Okay. no. But that's also it looks not, nice, though. It does look nice, but it's also not a proper sized frame for that poster because that's an 11 by. Hump. Yeah, it's wider than it needs to be. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I'm probably not going to change it because it's already in a frame and there it is. Yeah, it looks good. You know, just center it and it'll be fine. What do you mean center it? Look at it. In the frame, like center it inside the frame? Yeah. Oh, no, I mean, you're just going to. Well, I suppose, yeah, then just have it on either side. Yeah. Yeah. Do that. <laughs> Let me take a picture of that so people can actually see what we're talking about here. Yeah. Not that anybody ever follows us on Instagram, but if you do, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Because other podcast people follow <laughs> us and like our things, but I don't think they listen. Nice. Got it. Nailed it. 
Now, if I could only post it at the same time, yeah, I'd really be on top of it. So you found something in the garage that you were going to, you got sparked on something. Oh, it was really that I, that I had cleaned up the garage. Oh, so okay. now we can park in it because nothing like an impending snowstorm to really yeah. make you want to use your garage. Yeah. In like seven months. <laughs> Well, it, though, if you think about it, if you leave your car out in the driveway, you can then drive your car away and move the snow off of it. And there's less snow in your driveway. That is true. But you've walked over the bottom of my driveway recently. Yeah, it's slippery. So if I were to be doing that and you know they're going to plow before I can even leave for work tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be that ice and that snow. I'm probably just not going to be able to go to work. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm wondering what the situation will be tomorrow morning when I try and leave for work. Ooh, I've got an idea now. I'm going to back into my driveway before it snows. So I you can, can just, just fucking ram speed that. <laughs> Hopefully not overshoot it and drive into my neighbor's driveway. Yeah, fuck it. But, you know, maybe they'll have enough snow blocking. So I yeah. won't go too far. But that's actually a really good idea. Yeah, you should do that. It'll be just like a car commercial, which are totally bullshit. When you watch all those ones with these cars, like... Driving through like snow banks and all the snow just flies away. Oh, and yeah, they just, just like keep going. It's like, no, no, no. No, that's not how snow works. You hit that and then your front bumper gets ripped off. Yeah. Or you're like Jackie and you dent some fucking, I don't know, underneath her Mazda 3 back when we were living on Hennepin. Ooh. Yeah, that car was just doomed for so many things. <laughs> but um, you also tried one of those the other day. I tried a Mazda 6. Oh. And, well, I tried getting, I I tried both, and both were just too small for me. Yeah. Particularly the Mazda 6. But I, I do. Which I was really depressed about, because I wanted that car. <laughs> I think I looked at it, and it's definitely like, hmm. I think I, I showed Jackie. Mm-hmm. And, because it's pretty much like the CX-7s, like the inside, the push start, the. Yeah. I'm not a fan of the stick-on display, because it just looks tacky. Yeah. Um, yeah, they need to work on that part a little bit. But she's like, you live in Minnesota. It's too low to the ground. Mm. I'm like, I know, but look at the price. And it's just like your car, but it's a car. Yeah. But I know I need to buy an SUV or something with a little bit more height. Yeah. And I guess that'll be kind of my test, too, with this Buick, that it is just a car. It has all-wheel drive, but... Yeah. It's still just a car. I mean, it is also just a car and you don't even know what's going on inside, but you are, you do have a plan for figuring out what's going on underneath the hood. Yeah. I have, I have a good amount of faith in everything. Like they definitely gave us, gave me a sheet of like what it said was oh problems. And at least all they reported was all the hail damage. Cause so what I think a lot of these are is that they, were used cars bought by a dealership and then when they got all the hail damage because most like almost all the cars have hail damage yeah and i think it's that a lot of those dealerships are then selling these cars at auction because they don't want to be bothered with having with trying to fix a bunch of hail damage on cars Mm -hmm. and they also don't want to sell they don't want to have cars in their lot that Aren't looking good. Right. And so 
then this dealership is just like, gimme, I don't fucking care. Really? I mean, I think there was a car with 8,000 miles on it for less than $10,000 maybe. Yeah. And it was like, that you can never find that. So it really makes me wonder like, what's going on here? Yeah. This seems suspicious. Because their, their report is like, all these cars are uh, salvage titles. And then they do, they, the guy told me they fix everything with the car. So it's, you know, running except for the hail damage. Yeah. That that's the only thing that they don't fix. And then they sell them from there. Well, all you need to fix hail damage is just a plunger. Yeah. And some hot water. Some Russian guy on YouTube showed me that. Oh yeah. I've seen that too. I'm going to try it. (laughs) We'll see if it works. There's actually not a whole lot of hail damage that I saw on the on the Buick. I mean, as I've looked at them, and obviously looking at them on a computer screen is a lot different than looking at them in person. Yeah. Do you feel that there are particular finishes of the cars that show it more versus others? Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's each car has just such differing degree of damage. Okay. Like there are some where you're like, oh shit, yeah, I notice this a lot. And then there are others that... You know, it might be minor, like it might be on the roof versus on the, like the hood of the car. Who looks at the roof of their car? Exactly. <laughs> um, but it was actually, uh, I'm glad we got back to this dealership because I did have another thing because I went there yesterday intending to look at a different car and then ended up going with this car, which was my initial choice. Because I was in bed yesterday morning, I was looking at these cars, I saw that Buick LaCrosse, I'm like, oh man, I really like it, so I like looked at a few like YouTube reviews of the year and the model, mm-hmm. and I was like, everything was looking really good, I'm like, man, I think this, I think this is the one. She might, she might be the one. So I call, and I'm like, hey, is this car still available? And then a the guy was like, uh, no, someone has like a, a hold on it. Shit. And I was like, ah, oh, god damn it. And then I was like, okay, and hung up. And then I kept looking. And I found the, it was a Cadillac uh, CTS, I think. I think that's what it's called. Which had a lot of the similar uh, qualities and about the same price. And so I was like, I called and they're like, oh, yeah, that one's available. So I was like, all right, I'm going to go check out this car. And I got there and I was looking at the Cadillac. And I drove it around a little bit because they just leave all the keys in the cars. What? <laughs> so basically the way this one works is you go and you stop in like their front office and they scan your your driver's license. And then they're like, all right, you can go back into the lot. And it's basically you can get into any of the cars. You can start them up. You don't need anyone with you and you can drive them around in that lot. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you know, just, you know, park it back where you've got it so that we can, you know, have stuff organized. And then they're like, if you want to, like, take it for a real test drive out on the road, you know, let someone know and someone will go with you and they'll put like plates on it. But in in their lot, all the cars just have the keys in them. Uh, they're like zip tied around the, yeah, the wheel. OK. And so, yeah, you can just go start it up. You don't need anyone with you. You can just hang out in it for a minute and see how it feels. And so I did that with the Cadillac and it was, it was felt pretty good. They had a, I like their backup camera. It's in the rear view mirror. Oh, like 
it just suddenly starts displaying. It's and that's it's in 2013. Yeah, hmm. it was it was really nice. And then I was like getting out, and I was going to ask someone about like you know putting a hold on it. And this guy drives up, like a guy who works there drives up in the Buick. And he's like, "Oh, do you have any questions?" And I look at it. And I'm like, "Actually, I like." Is, is this car available? He's like, yeah, it is. And you're like, here's like, my money. So I'm like, I would like to check out this car. So he just got out and I got in and drove it around a little bit. <laughs> and then you took it for like a test drive, test drive? No. Oh. Well, you're going to get it looked at by a mechanic anyways. Yeah. No, like I, yeah, I, I was driving around in the, in the lot and it had like, um, it had like a low tire pressure warning and it was fucking freezing. So I didn't want to. Right. I mean, that definitely would be like, okay, hey, because my car was perfectly fine until the first day we hit like below whatever. And then it's like tire pressure is low. I'm like, yeah, everybody's going to be at the air pressure pump. Just like, see, I did. I I did mine in November and I re-upped it. And it's still good. The warning hasn't come on. It's probably it could probably get more, but it's. It's not dangerous, I don't think. Though, this kind of just gets to a a thing that I've had confusion about forever. So, every year in the north where it gets super cold, around, you know, December, January, everyone's car gets this low pressure tire pressure warning. And everyone has to go put more... um, air pressure in their car in their tires because you know it gets cold air contracts and so the pressure goes down but then when it gets warm again in the summer our tires we don't have to go and like let more air out and that i don't understand Hmm. do they have like just some valve in them that if they're overpressured it just lets enough out that on its own, I don't understand why we've never had to go let tire pressure out of our air pressure out of our tires when we get to the summer when it gets really hot. We keep on putting more air in and it just disappears. Hmm. You know, I don't know. So and I didn't expect you to have the answer, but it's just something I think about. And now I wanted you to have to think about it, too. Well, thank you. But I'll, I'll probably ask someone about it. Yeah, I probably won't. You know, Aaron says, hey. Ask people if you have questions. Yeah. So so I'll ask. I'll ask around. Leave us a know. comment if you know. <laughs> Leave us a comment somewhere if you know. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to go to this uh, car lot. I just wish that I didn't have to wait until the summer pretty much to do it. Yeah. I, I really hate not having a plan like ready to go mm-hmm. until the last minute because if something goes wrong, then. I'm on the deadline to get my car back to the dealership for its lease. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. Though what you can, you know, I feel like it's something you could just do it like a month early. Yeah. And have a car payment for two cars for a month. And that'll definitely help keep the mileage down for sure. Yeah. 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 It'll save you for that last month when it's crunch time. Crunch time. Mm. But yeah, it's it is a. I feel like it'd be really nice to go in the summer, because it's not very fun in uh, the cold. 
No, but, but you get to see how the heat works because there are certain things that you don't notice when you buy a car in the summer versus in the winter. That's true. But it's also annoying mainly yesterday. Now, now, now Hugh's being a dickhead. Yeah. So I'm going to just keep keep talking. I'm going to. OK, because um, yesterday was annoying because it also was snowing. And so all these cars had fresh snow on them. And so you can't see any of like the sticker prices on any of the cars because they're all covered in snow on the windshield. Where they're oh, so they don't even dust their lot. They're just like, yeah, I want to just go for it. I think someone like a couple were, but they hadn't gotten all of them or maybe they did it and then more snow happened. Yeah. So I feel like it'd be a lot more fun when it's not like deadly cold out and you can kind of take your time and, you know, look at everything. Right on. Because it is, it is fun being able to go and just, you know, hop in a car that, you know, piques your interest and start it up and drive it around and not have to go through a bunch of bullshit to just do that. If you get in it and immediately be like, actually, no, this, this isn't for me. <laughs> yeah, I was. I bet it will be nice in the summer because then you get to smell the car. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> sure. Well, like, right now in the cold, like, smell isn't going to be really a thing. But when yeah. that sun is beating down. Mm-hmm. But do, um, do you have currently or are you going to add remote start? It does have it. It does, which is great because in the summertime, click, click, roll your windows down or, like, have it uh, your seats cooling off. Although you park in a garage, so maybe it's not going to be much of an issue. Assuming it fits in the garage. It should, as long as uh, Ellie and I guess Paul, if like if and when Tane and Ellie move out, parks. Well, I'm gonna take Ellie's spot when when they eventually leave, so I'll be able to go in regardless. Normally. Yeah. So yeah, it should fit as long as Ellie currently parks far enough to the side, and usually she does. It's just when Tane drives her car, he does not have as much respect for my room gotcha so so about that then um this is really an aaron driven show it is i'm i'm really shining today and uh guy i got my mic's on right because yeah everything looks good everything this is one of those times when like i try and talk a lot there's we have technical difficulty and it's like oh this one's a shitty one (laughs) well on my end over here i'm looking at everything and it's looking good okay so i just wanted to ask you are they for sure like set on moving out when the end of the lease is? It's not. Yeah, nothing it's is, not for nothing sure. Is for sure. It's just been hearsay. Well, what we're trying to do is we need to kind of get a feeling for what our landlord wants to have happen when our lease ends. Yes. Because we would like, ideally, we could just roll over into some month to month thing and then just not have to deal with whatever. But it's like hard to ask of like, hey, what are you doing when like, what do you want to have happen when this lease ends? Because we want to like me and Paul are going to stay and Stefan will because it's cheap and, you know, we might bring another person in or might just keep it with the three of us. And so it's like we want to know, but it's also it's hard to ask him because then I feel like that opens up the oh yeah I'm gonna raise your rent versus right. if and we you don't just want that to yeah come across just, his mind yeah if we just let it happen maybe we can just keep it going so I don't know okay and it's 
you know, they haven't, I don't think they've been like going and I'm not sure if they're trying to buy a house immediately or if they're just want to live alone. Uh, well, so I, I can no imagine them definitely doing. wanting to live alone. Can you imagine? Well, you've, you've been living with roommates for however long. Yeah. Like to never have as a couple, like privacy of your own. Yeah. Like obviously they have their own space and yeah, they'll do whatever they want, wherever they want. But yeah, though we like, um, there were, there was a brief amount of time where we talked about me and them trying to buy a house together. Um, so I don't know what their deal is. We'll find out later. Holy shit. So I just pulled up your house on Zillow. Yeah. It is. And Zillow isn't like 100% like what your house will sell for. Yeah. But it is currently zestimated. <laughs> Such a funny word. Yeah. At $306,768. Jeez. Yeah, that's. That's a lot. Yeah. But I mean, you're in such a great location, like considering like mm-hmm. the airports right there, the light rail's not too far away. Yeah. Like it's in one of those weird pockets where it's like nice street, bad street, nice street, bad street. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is a nice area and I think it's getting better. So because I when I was more on the ball with looking for houses because I've kind of cooled off on that, at least for the moment, while I've been focusing on just getting a new car. Um, it's very hard to find houses in, in our neighborhood like that aren't ridiculously priced. Oh, yeah. Just go ahead and text a bunch of shit. Not you like were going. You something. were talking. I was listening. <laughs> You said something about something, right? Yeah. You, you sure did. You were saying words about cooling off. <laughs> yeah. Um, from working out the other day. No. Um, <laughs> cooling off and buying a house because you were more focused on buying a car. There we go. Yeah, you got it. Okay. Yeah, I knew what you were saying. I can I can multitask. Don't listen to Jackie. She don't know what she's talking about. <laughs> you know, just because I don't like to watch TV and text at the same time or play video games on my phone while I watch shows. You don't? Watch. Hell no. I oh. like to watch the shows and get involved. Oh, see, I just watch the same stuff over and over as well, I'm on my phone. Absolutely. And I can do that. But if it is a new show, I'm giving it my undivided attention. Mm. It's it's hard for me to do that these days. I don't know what it is. It's though I've just been in like a weird funk where it's it's been hard for me to just commit at or to doing just one thing. Like right now I have like way too many like video games. That I'm trying to play. And it leads me to be like, I play none of them because I can't decide which one I want to play. (laughs) And so I sit there being like, I don't know, what do I want to do? And I decide on nothing. And that's kind of the same with TV right now, too. So you have like too many options. Yeah. And so what you need to do is just pick, like lay them all out, put a blindfold on, bird box style, (laughs) and then touch one. And then play and that then, till it's done. And play that till it's done. And then put the other ones like in a closet. Mm. Yeah. But then again, that kind of takes away the fun of like, I just wanted to play this game. Yeah. Just because. And it's sort of the, what I'm having trouble with is a lot of the games that I'm working on are kind of open world stuff. And I love those types of games. I just get sucked into side quests a lot. 
And when you only like have the attention span to like play for an hour, I do like two side quests and then I'm done. I'm like, I haven't progressed any anywhere with this game. (laughs) (laughs) It's a little frustrating. And that's see, you know, I I talk about this every time we talk about video games because it's Mm -hmm. just I can't focus like that PlayStation classic out there with all those games. Yeah. I know that there are really good stories like there's Final Fantasy seven. Like, yeah. Good game. Great game. And I haven't touched it. Really? Like I've been playing a lot of the quick like play for a few minutes or like an hour or two and then be done. Yeah. Like I know that if I commit to starting a story, mm-hmm. it's all in, it's going to be all consuming mm-hmm. and then I won't be able to do any of the other like little free time things I'd like to do. Yeah. And it'll just like totally take over my world. Yeah. And I guess maybe it's me being resistant of also letting that happen to myself right now. Because I do, I'll get hooked into stuff and then I'll feel like a piece of shit when I like, oh, this game, that's that's the only thing I did this weekend. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, I don't feel great about myself. When you finally get out of bed at like three in the afternoon, wipe off the pizza crumbs. Yeah. Like, Fuck. I need to go to the gym. I Ooh. think I'm going to go to the gym. I think I might do it, Aaron. I just might. You are? I'm thinking about it because there... You know, I talk. Do you have a membership right now? No. Okay. But I've been looking at the firm downtown, which is very close to my work. Mm-hmm. So I can. They open at five. I usually work at six thirty, mm-hmm. so that's plenty of time to get there. I just have to start waking up at four in the morning. <laughs> no big deal. Just wake up earlier. Okay. Um, yeah. Sure. But I suppose that wouldn't work because I have the dogs. So I would just have to go after work. Mm-hmm. Um, which is fine because then I can do it on my way home. Yeah. And it's not like, oh, I'm going to do it at home. And then I never do it because I'm at home. Yeah. It's, it's tough. I, I, I know, I know the both arguments of if you don't pay and you're doing it at home, then you're not spending money. Yeah. And like, I have, I feel both like with the do it before work and do it after work. Cause like before work, you're not, you know, totally wiped out from work. And I don't know if you get that feeling. From, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Like, you know, some jobs will do it more than other jobs, but like, you know, you might be totally wiped out and be like, I I can't work out anymore just because of the way this day has been. Yeah. But then it's also, it's hard to do in the morning to like get up and grind right away. I feel like I'm, I'm definitely a morning person mm-hmm. and like, I, I, I want to believe that I can do that. Mm-hmm. And there's a dog barking. Yeah. Maybe you hear it. Maybe you won't. But it's First all, I thought you were talking about me. I'm like, yeah, I heard that. Yeah, I heard that. <laughs> um, but I mean, I suppose we can, you know, I'll think about this more over the next week and I'll let everybody know. Yeah. Because congratulations, David. We just hit 45 fucking minutes. Oh, shit. And that's where we're going to cut it off because we got nothing left. Yeah. Stay tuned. Stay tuned for, uh, you know, my weight loss journey uh, next week. All right. Keep it spicy, everybody. See ya.